everybody. Merry Christmas, Matthew. Hey, Joey. How you doing? I'm well. Hunter, Merry Christmas. I know what's after, but Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Joey. We, uh, we are here the second week now in a row on the Topic of Choice podcast. And join with me tonight, my good friend, my good colleague, Matthew Snotty, networktherapist.com. Uh, correct. Yes. Matthew and I, we go way back. We go, gosh. Close to 20 years. Over 15. Easily 15. Yep. I'm going to take this off here. <laughs> Easily 15 years. Um, and what brings Matthew today, and, and I hope this is the first of many. <laughs> we'll see how this one goes. Let's, right? let's not get ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> um, what brings Matthew tonight is we have argued over the, in the past of our... Uh, what's a good way to put it? Our ta- uh, contradictions mm, yeah. on viewpoints yeah. of where we are with the Star Wars films. Yeah, and I don't think as a whole, but on, on in, in some very, very key areas, yeah, we have differing viewpoints right. on, on Star Wars and, and, and its enjoyment and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Before we tackle in, though, um, and get into the meat of the of the conversation, how are you? I like your sweater. Matthew's donning a... Lovely Star Wars Darth Vader Christmas sweater. My, my ugly, my Darth Vader uh, uh, red ugly sweater, and underneath it, I have oh nice a Star Wars T-shirt that is probably that's at least twenty-five the, years old. That's the Je- is it really that yeah. is it from the Return of the Jedi? Because I see the Death Star is. Yeah, I can probably count on one hand the number of times I've worn this shirt, and I decided to put it on for you tonight. Oh, I'm honored because I, I felt like I needed to 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 point out that I am actually a true Star a Wars a true fan. Star Wars fan. Oh, I know I'm you not, are. I'm not just you know some some guy who just came in off the street, you know, because I know you have a bunch of you know uh, bums that you hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how was Christmas? Great, great. Mine was great. How's yours? It was good. It was good. We uh, let's see. So we stayed around the house the uh, up until Christmas, and then I was I was telling the guys on the show. Uh, my wife had an idea six months ago. She said, look, last year after Christmas for that vacation week, we didn't do anything. Everyone just kind of sat around, which there's nothing wrong with that. But Mm -hmm. uh, we thought, let's go do something. So we packed up and we went to Chicago for for three days, four days, three nights. And it was just an awesome trip. We had such a good time. Good, good. Well, yeah, you know, if there's if there's one place you want to be in the middle of winter, it's it's as far north as you can go in the continental United States. <laughs> That's right. In the Windy City, right? And everyone, when I when I told them, oh, I'm going to Chicago, they're like, are you crazy? <laughs> but with this kind of like heat wave or weird weather we're having, yeah. it actually ended up being perfect. Good, good. Yeah, so. we, we, yeah. my wife and I, we love we love Chicago. So, yeah, good for you. Yeah, this was my second, I think, second time there. And kids and Sarah, their first time. So we had a good yeah. time. Hunter, how was Christmas? It was great. It was very busy. Yeah? What'd you do? Uh, just hung out with family, which was welcome after the year that we've had. So okay, I good. was very, very happy to just chill with family all, all week. Good. So I told Hunter Matthew before you came in, I want him getting more vocal with tonight as far as our discussion, if he wants to chime in. And that's hard yeah. to do because I am not any knowledgeable whatsoever. In well, you don't have, I mean, if you have an opinion tonight, I please, I encourage you to, to discuss. Uh, and can, can, can we get a little background just very briefly? Uh, Hunter, um, I don't mean to ask anything out of school but how old are you i am 23 i'm almost 24 okay okay, okay great yeah and so. matthew is an avid listener of our of the cameron mills radio show right well yeah of, of your all spot yeah. right uh, like, you know the, 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 the first best hour. spot the <laughs> fun the hour sports, yeah right once i found out joey was doing the cameron con thing then i thought I, i'd start <laughs> listening to it so yeah i always delete the first half of the uh, of the show there you go thank you matthew <laughs> but but yeah so joey and i you're getting ready to turn 45 right i'll be 45 in february right so i'm three months older than you i just turned 45 okay so, so you got two 45 year olds and a 23 year old yeah so so the younger there is generation a... and then and then you and i grew up on the original yes trilogy the, yeah. the, you know the holy trilogy of, of that's right know, uh new hope uh, uh empire and, and, jedi. and jedi but so matthew's caught up on where i am on all of the star wars right in terms of which ones i like the most and not right well, I, I'm. I, I know I've listened to him. I can't remember all the details. So, so I'm tell a big. Me where you are. I'm a big prequel guy, okay. and then I like the original trilogy second best, and then okay. the the last sequels. Are they sequels? Okay. Yeah, there's the sequels yeah the last the sequels. Yeah, yes. they're calling it the 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 PT, the OT, and the ST. The, pre, oh, the, the prequel trilogy, the original, original trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. That's nice. what they're. The, that's what the three trilogies are called in the nonology now of of the thing. So, so, but you're a prequel guy. So, so, yes. yeah. Give me some idea of uh, like what's your your favorite, your least favorite parts of the of the prequel. That's a good question. I don't. I, I, Phantom Menace is. I don't. 
I don't count it. I don't like Phantom Menace. I don't Menace think anybody does. Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're I think you're weird, Joe. Yeah, okay, I know. When, when they said there'd be opening scene that this was all over a trade federation yeah, dispute, I was I they lost me. Um I actually liked Attack of the Clones, which every list that I've seen uh, I saw like on Twitter the day after Rise of Skywalker came out. Twitter had it was trending. People were ranking all nine of them in terms of where they oh, stood okay. from best to worst. Attack of the Clones was like last on everybody's mm. list. Yeah, I yeah. loved Attack of the Clones, so I okay. must have missed something majorly Great. there. No, 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 um, yeah, no. Own it, own it. <laughs> and then I loved Revenge of the Sith. I, mm-hmm. I, the yeah. the acting was suspect in both of those movies. But the action you love. But the, the action, I don't get bothered by bad acting. I think as much like I'm in in an action movie. I'm there for stuff to blow up. So I'm one of the people that I just don't care if that like I mean it doesn't need to be terrible but like bad acting doesn't ruin it for me. So okay. I liked those two movies a okay. lot. Okay. So so you liked uh, you you liked the action you liked the lightsabers the 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 big battles the the the, the big epic space the bells and they whistles. Had. Yeah. Yes. I mean all those all the all those. I mean that's huge, legitimate. It's legitimate. Scenes, yeah. It is. I I remember watching Attack of the Clones. I remember the theater I was in, and I remember who I was with because when Boba Fett's uh, Slave One is is going through, and they have those like mind oh, the, charge, uh, those yeah, the, not the depth sound. charges, yeah, but yeah. boom, they made that sonic yeah, the sonic boom thing. The sonic went boom. totally silent. Yeah. Oh, I remember just looking at my buddy like that, that was a very was epic scene. Yeah. To give you some context, the Transformers movies were my favorite movies of all time. You're talking about the Michael Bay ones, Michael Bay ones, not the cartoon I ones loved, from the 80s. And everyone hated them because of all the plot holes. I love the first one. The explosions, I was all about. I just wanted to see robots beat up on each other, yeah. and that is all they were. There was yeah. not a whole lot of a plot, but yeah. that's all they did. I loved those movies. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So, Matthew, what about you? If we throw that question back to you, obviously, are you an OT guy? Or, well, well, yeah. I mean, I think that both you and I yes. w- w- would agree. But yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, the original trilogy, you know, the the original three are 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 un- un- unbeatable. Right. But there are certain parts that are that are good and certain parts that are bad of those. Prequel trilogy, I could, you know, they were okay. Uh, sequel trilogy, though, and this part part of what what led to the, to us having this discussion that yeah, uh, it, it, I thought the sequel trilogy was was great. I I, 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 I there again, there are problems, but there are there are more good parts than there are bad parts of. Of the sequel trilogy, but yeah, I, I, for for guys of our age, I mean, yeah, it's and it's a lot of uh, uh, had a lot to do with how we how old we were, and how new all of that was when the original trilogy came out. When when you right. you know the first time you ever saw an X wing, first time you ever saw R two D two and C three PO. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, being you know seven eight nine years old, I mean, it just set its claws in and and never. There was nothing else like it. Yeah, no, no, I remember uh, Christmas morning. Uh, oh gosh, it was when Empire came out, and I got a snowspeeder. Oh yeah, and I got one I, of those and, yeah. and you had you had you know you could put two figures in the front and the back right. dack. Yeah, fa- fa- facing away, and then facing, it had the little right. gun that shot. The and it had the gun with the anchor, yeah. and it would go around the right. ATAT. Right. And, uh, but, but none of my friends ever had the the, the ADATs. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> See, we, we, I, I grew up, and, and I've said this before, but um, I, I grew up on the side of a mountain in eastern Kentucky. So, okay. So I, we, we uh, didn't have a whole lot of close by friends that yeah. could just come over and play and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, so, yeah. so, you know, we did uh, when I was very young. Uh, and I remember playing Star Wars with those guys, but then we moved uh, to, to where we were out in the middle of nowhere, and so I didn't have any friends growing up with, and so uh, I, I never had the friends that had the adats or had all the other pieces that I didn't have. So I was just kind of stuck with whatever you know I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I grew up with. Um, yeah. So what what about you? What's your you know your your, no, your original trilogy guy as well? Yeah, I'm an original trilogy guy. I think um, out of those, I, I didn't. I was too young to see the New Hope in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, but that I, was one of the things I was wondering about my, for, for myself because I was very, you know, same age as you essentially. Yeah. But I feel like I saw it, and I know that it ran for for a over a year afterwards in the theater. Yeah. So I'm wondering. I, I felt like I saw it in the theater, but I don't know. It's, I, I would have been like four at the time. See, and again, very similar. And I remember we had. Um, I don't remember seeing it. It's possible that my parents took us. Uh, my brothers and I, my younger brother, not he wasn't been born at the time, but I remember we collected serial proofs of purchase mm-hmm. to get um, Walrus Man. Do you remember Walrus oh, Man? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. From the cantina in mm-hmm. Tatooine. Yep. And I remember it was weeks and weeks and weeks. And we, you had to you know collect the proof of purchase <laughs> right. and you mail it in. Right. And then you get this special collection figure. And mm-hmm. that was the figure. And it was either it was Walrus Man and then Hammerhead we did. Mm-hmm. And those two figures, my little older brother didn't want, mm-hmm. and I got them. Right, because they were only on screen for like two seconds. Exactly, they were like the the the, the hard to get, mm-hmm. you know, right. um, 
characters. Yeah, the exclusives. But yeah. And uh, but back in the days before you had Amazon and yeah, eBay and exactly. all that kind of stuff, you had the Sears Wish Book that came in, you know, in yep. October. That's right. And you would circle, you know, and you you know, if you were lucky, you got a couple of things on the, right. on out, yep. out of your list. But I remember, uh, and you made a good point of <clears throat> the friends because when we played together. It was all of us bringing all of our toys mm, to one right. of each other's homes, and we would have these epic setups and then mm-hmm. battles. Right. Yeah. So, you, so your friends would fill in the gaps of yes. all the toys oh, that, that you didn't the, have. Yeah. The figures or yeah. the or the the ships or whatever, and then yeah, and and especially if you had a bunch of friends that had, uh, you know, stormtrooper figures, and you could get a whole army of stormtroopers going. And <laughs> that's right. You like marching by, you right. know. <laughs> that's yeah, right. I had two stormtroopers. That was all I had. I think was... everybody had two stormtroopers. <laughs> Pretty... But I remember I had um, I had a, a snow trooper. From oh, the Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Empire really, for me, uh, really solidified my, my mm-hmm. love of Star Wars because yep. that's when I could really remember it and I mm-hmm. went. and, yep. and I, I remember very clearly seeing that one in the theater, so I, yes. know, I know for a fact. Same here, mm-hmm. same here. And um, I remember the, the, the lightsabers and the, 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 the Han Solo carbon, everything. You know, mm-hmm. I, I could go yeah. on and yeah, on. Yeah. And it, it just really impacted me as a kid. And that, you know... Um, fed a steady diet of science fiction into my life, mm. and I have Star Wars to thank for that. Yeah, and see, that's where you and I diverge. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> because once Star Wars was over for me, uh, you know, uh, yeah. uh, uh, pop culture ended for me. Really? Uh, y- yeah. Like, uh, and that's part of why I'm not a pop pop culture guy to this day. I I never watched Game of Thrones. I never got into uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You know, I've watched a few of the of the movies here and there, but I've never gotten into this whole. Uh, you know, this whole industry that's sprouted up that's that's now got comic cons everywhere and right. stuff like that. Right. I only latch on to one little tiny bit, and that's just the Star Wars stuff. Yeah. That's the only real real thing that I've gotten into. But yeah, obviously you took a different path, and, and it led you into all that. And I think part of that was, for me, sports was never, um, you know, and the guys, we talk about this, but sports was never one of those aspects that I really, I wasn't, it's not that I wasn't good at it, but mm-hmm. I just wasn't drawn to it as much. Mm-hmm. But I could always, I could always come back to the imaginary world of whatever you know <laughs> characters I was, you sure. know, in love with at the time, or uh, I, I'd call it what call it whatever you want. But it was what it's what drove a lot of my my youth, right? Yeah. Um, I still had, you know, I still played little league and all that stuff, mm-hmm. but it was it was always kept coming back. And I remember mm-hmm. after Jedi, I remember, and we talked about this in one of the shows uh, with Cameron, is we left out of um, Return of the Jedi. I think it was eighty three. Yeah, eighty three. Eighty three yep. was Return of the Jedi. And I remember walking out of the out of the movie theater just on cloud nine, number one, because it was just an mm-hmm. epic movie. Yep. Uh, but I, then I thought, what? what's next right <clears throat> there yeah. is that's it it's a great big void of, of nothingness uh, that's right and i remember then right after that for my birthday uh whenever that timed up my parents got me a star trek book mm-hmm. and then we won't get into that but you know that, that <laughs> took me down in a completely different uh line of of science fiction did yeah. you all know that they were going to be making prequels to the originals no okay so that now, was totally a surprise well i i, I actually can say well he had written the stories. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I remember uh, sometime around the time Jedi came out, um, m- one of my mom's books, and she actually, uh, her uh, catalog, ma- ma- magazine, you know, like People Magazine or something like that. My mom pulled out a, a magazine that she got, and uh, she and, and there's a little blurb in there with George Lucas saying, and this was around 1983, 1984, saying that his next trilogy, was, he was going to do nine movies total. There was going to be a prequel trilogy, and then there was going to be a third trilogy that was going to be yeah, after everything. Yeah. So I remember seeing that back in the 80s, that he had that he was planning on doing that. So I always kind of thought there was, but then it all died off so quick. Right. As soon as Return of the Jedi was over with, I mean, there was nothing else that came around. There was nothing. And it wasn't until I watched um, Clerks, uh, the Kevin Smith movie yeah. uh, from, yeah, the, yeah. from the mid-90s, sure. you know, the big black and white movie. And the, the, the two clerks in it were talking about Star Wars, and they were having this discussion, kind of like we're doing right now, um, about you know whether the uh, uh, the contractors knew what they were getting into when they were on the Death Star when they when it blew up, you know, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. And that was the first time in like ten years I'd even thought, oh my god, was, people still are attached to Star Wars. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I still had my boxes of of all the toys, and I still to this day have them at, at home. Yeah. Uh, but but I'd never realized being kind of isolated where I was out in Eastern Kentucky that this was a cultural phenomenon that had really really lasted on to a lot of other people yeah. that I just kind of been like okay well it's over and, and off we go yeah I was I was you know I still am in that that culture and that mm-hmm. that's why I think a lot of this is so uh, touches so close to the chest for so many of us mm-hmm. because it meant so much to us sure and and whenever the new books came out so you had the canon books that after Jedi 
you know, uh, what's his name? Timothy Zahn. Started. I, did, I did get those books. I do remember those. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the three. The, that's that, right. Uh, Heir to the Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. And there were, they had a clone Obi-Wan and yep. a clone Emperor and all that kind of stuff. And I, I think I read them a, few, a couple of times. But again, I, I didn't read them after but, I was in high school or anything. Right. And, and you know, I, I guess to the point is um, we 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 attached ourselves to anything Star Wars because we were so mm-hmm. hungry for it because it impacted yeah. us and was just such such a great thing. And I remember when the announcement came that Lucas was doing the prequels. Mm-hmm. Well, prior to the prequels, he did the special edition. He did the, the special original, edition, right. It was him trying out all the hardware and all yes. the uh, uh, special effects. And, and that's when I, I remember taking, no, I didn't, t- I, I remember going back to the theater and I rewatched all of them. And, mm-hmm. you know, we, you probably did as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did, yep. And, and I remember sitting through A New Hope going, this is a lot more boring than I remember it being. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I was like, oh, that's a great a new one they did of Jabba or yeah. you know, they added him into the right. New Hope and stuff. Yeah. But, um, you know, so when the prequels came out, I was very excited. And then I didn't react as harshly, and I think it's a fair term, as I did these late, the latest three. Okay. As I did the prequels because Lucas... And you asked me this question. Mm-hmm. When you we were, and I had a phone conversation a couple of days ago, and I asked you a, a very poignant question. Yeah, go ahead. And that is, okay, knowing that Lucas wrote the original three, the original trilogy. Right. And Lucas wrote and directed the prequel trilogy yep. that, that came out, you know, uh, 2000, uh, yeah, 2000 to 2006. But Lucas had no hand in the, in, in the sequel trilogy. Would you have preferred... <coughs> You're fine. It's a podcast. That's what's great about it. <laughs> <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Got a sore throat. Would you have preferred to have Lucas write the sequel trilogy with all the baggage that came along with it <laughs> that the prequel trilogy had or leave it as is? So, Hunter, before I answer, did you catch all of that? <clears throat> kind of. I remember you asked me that. Repeat it again. Knowing that Lucas, George Lucas, uh, wrote the original trilogy, um, wrote and directed the prequel trilogy um, that Hunter likes. Yep. Um, but he had no hand in the sequel trilogy, which is the latest three that you don't like. Um, would you rather have Lucas write and direct the sequel trilogy? With all the baggage that comes with it. With all of the, yeah, because one of the things that, uh, you know, Lucas has been knocked for in the prequel trilogy is, that, you know, uh, as Hunter said, was the uh, the acting um, the, you know, the, the overuse of, uh, special effects, you know, the, the bright colors, you know, all the, the saturation, the, the, you know, uh, they, they got panned pretty hard for not being that great of movies, but nonetheless, they, they were a cohesive story. Mm-hmm. And so you had that storyline that, that followed exactly what Lucas wanted it to blend into going into, you know, uh, uh, the original trilogy and all that kind of stuff. Since none of that was in the sequel trilogy, but the sequel trilogy had really good acting, yeah, uh, really good, uh, you know, action. But it didn't have that cohesive um, uh, narrative mm-hmm. like Lucas had. Which would you rather have? Would you rather have the sequel trilogy as it stands currently, or would you have rather seen the Lucas version of the sequel trilogy? That's a good question. And let me clarify first. It's to me the 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 prequel trilogies and the what do you call it? What are the last three called? The the sequel trilogy. The sequel trilogies. They're like pizza. No matter how bad it is, they're still good. All right. <laughs> okay. I still, I've, I've already seen The Rise of Skywalker twice. I'd like to go see it a third time. So that being said, okay. You know, I love Star Wars. I love them, but but on the yeah, okay I know. I, on the last podcast that you did, yeah. No, no, no. I'll stand by what I said. You were. I mean, it was. Uh, it, it, it was. I didn't like it. Nothing but whining that I heard. Oh, whining. Man. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> they didn't do this. They did this. They shouldn't have done that. It was, but, it but was they didn't. service. But they but, didn't. Okay. But they didn't. So let me get let me get back to your original question. Um, based on what Lucas did in the prequels, I don't think, I think that showed that whatever he had with the originals was gone. Now, okay. in, 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 in script writing and, um, I guess, direction, maybe. Okay. But his planning of the lore of the story of the arc was mm-hmm. solid. Yeah. And I think that's where it went. It gave me these prequels. No. Um, sequels. Thank you. These sequel, this sequel trilogy gave me a new appreciation for the prequel trilogy. Okay. It gave me a whole new outlook on it because I thought... <clears throat> as as much as nobody liked Jar Jar Binks and and the Gungans and so on and and yes there was so much quirkiness it still had a 
a flow to it which these prequel tr- or uh, sequel trilogies did not. Okay. Okay. I have so, a genuine question for yeah. you, Joey. Okay. Because Matthew, you said that you weren't ever really big in Marvel, right? That's correct. Yes. How much of this do you think, Joey, is us having just finished the Marvel MCU? I think there's a great- I, part of me wonders is if if all of this had come out before Thanos, before anything in the MCU had gotten this deep, if people would have disliked it so much. You have a lot of people that are torn with these last three, especially this last one. You got a lot of people that are on my my side of the fence that see all of the the the, the massive holes. Let's just call them holes uh, that that we think Star Wars that Disney should have done accurately. And then you got individuals, if I may, Matthew, on your side, and and I know that there are several listening to this now who who have been wanting to kind of speak in your behalf or or be in that seat. Sure. Yeah. That say, no, man, you're crazy. This was right. a, this was a re- these were really good films. And it's haters like you that are the reason that these movies sucked as much as they did <laughs> because of all the, the jibber jabber that, that all that's I, all over the internet, that all these producers and directors and everything get in their heads and they're like, Oh my gosh, there's no way we can make this good. So we're just going to do it the way. We well, do. I don't know. If I, so I don't know if I would agree with that because JJ Abrams, I think did a great job with the first one. I liked it. Yes. We have talked back and forth and Hunter, you will even agree the first uh, sequel trilogy, it was almost mirroring A New Hope. Can we all agree on that? The oh, the, the first the, movie the, of the sequel, the, uh, the Force Awakens. The Force right? Awakens. Yeah, I mean, it was almost two. There, there were plot beats. Yeah, that, that matched it. Yeah, as yeah. George Lucas likes to being say, kind there. Matthew. As George Lucas likes to say, it rhymes. It, the, it, well done, George. <laughs> but that being said, that was still that was J.J. Abrams. I really, really enjoyed that. I like Kylo Ren. I like the character. Everybody calls him a whiny little kid. I see some of that, but I think he was a great villain. And I love Rey. Uh, at the time, I think Finn had potential. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, he turned out to be a useless character. But that's my opinion. So so then... Well, is C-3PO a useless character? Yes. But <laughs> so, I still think... So would you not say the Star Wars universe needs useless characters? You have to have some useless characters. <laughs> you gotta have some, <laughs> you gotta have some, some absolutely... But then with the rise of Skywalker and where they, I think where they messed up was giving it to Ryan Johnson. And I know this is one of the, the things that you and I laugh about and we joke about, mm-hmm. but in all seriousness, you really like this film. And I've got friends that said this was a great film because yep. they went outside the box. Yep. They thought creatively, yep. they did some new things. Mm-hmm. But now if I go back to that Star Wars fanboy of myself, I'm thinking, you guys, did Ryan Johnson ever watch any of the original movies? Did he even... You know, so well, I think so. Yeah, and, and, and so we're talking about the second movie, which was the uh, Last Jedi. Uh, yeah, the Last Jedi. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. I thought it was a great movie. Okay. Um, and and you obviously don't, and and, and you're blaming the director on that. I, I don't know and, who to blame on. And that. And, and I want to well, blame well, somebody. I want to be a whiny well, kid, and I want to blame somebody. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me get some cheese to go. Yeah, with that to wine. go with that wine. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I think that from your side of the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I watch a lot of YouTube videos and I read uh, crit, crit, critical stuff about about this and I try to get see the other side of, yeah. of why this uh, some Star Wars fans just absolutely loathe these movies. And I think that, uh, as, as we mentioned earlier, part of it is the the lack of a cohesive narrative. There, there doesn't appear to have been, right. uh, you know, an arc of. Uh, movie one, movie two, movie three, these things are going to happen, these things are going to happen, and then these things are going to wrap up, and it's all going to be tied up neatly in a bow. Kind of like what, uh, you know, the original trilogy, uh, uh, Hope, uh, uh, Empire, and Jedi, you know, they had a, a, a very visible arc, you know, and especially uh, with uh, Empire and ending, ending on a cliffhanger, you know, uh, Luke's, uh, or uh, Darth Vader's Luke's dead, you know, um, you know it, it ends on a down note, Han is frozen in carbonite and all this kind of stuff. And so I think that um, there was a lot of, a, a lot of uh, fandom that was wanting it to be similar to that. Mm-hmm. Maybe not have the same beats like uh, sure. I'll give uh, you that. You yeah, know, a, a new hope had yeah. with uh, Force Awakens, but you know, having some sort of a you know uh, an arc and then have it all wrapped up in the last movie and then everybody would be oh okay, and then you know, but but, but again, it's a no a no win situation. I think if you're a producer or a director or anyone involved in, the new, in this new series of uh, Star Wars movies, um, if you mirror the original trilogy too closely. That's exactly what everybody's going to say. Like you said about uh, uh, Force Awakens, it's just you know rehashed reboot of, but it was, of New Hope. It was still good. I agree with you. It was still good though. I liked the Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. I I would right. not. It was it was the first attempt, and I thought you know what? Okay, it was close, 
but it was still it was still good. I still yeah. that's one of okay. my top five. So let me ask you. And what? I didn't answer your question. Come back to that. <laughs> I would have Lucas do the last three. You okay? So you would rather have yes. ha- have Lucas write and direct the sequel trilogy. So Force Awakens, uh, 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 Scott Rise of Skywalker, and uh, Last Jedi. Those are all now no longer in existence as they currently are, and we have Lucas's Give version. Give back of to them. Lucas, yeah, because I'd rather see that. I see, think... I'm opposite. Really? I, I go ahead. Let's hear it. I because I don't know. I I feel like I wanted to know how Darth Vader got to where he was, mm-hmm. and Lucas. I don't know of any other person I would rather have tell that story than George Lucas. Right. Well, uh, so well, you agree yeah. with me that you would want Lucas to tell these last three instead of Abrams, Johnson, and Abrams? No, the the prequels. The prequels. Yeah. Okay. I want to okay. see how Darth Vader got to where he got. Right. So if he is Luke's dad, I want to know how in the world he went from, you know, apparently he was good. If he's Luke's dad, to yeah. he's this he's literally and back like, when these came out the greatest villain of all time, and to yeah. this day. Again, I had never watched Star Wars until two months ago, but Darth <laughs> Vader terrified me to my core when I was eight years old. My dad yeah. used to breathe heavy, and I would go and cry <laughs> in my room. Like I didn't even know who, I, mean, I knew who he was, but I hadn't even seen him in action. And I was terrified of him. So, so what are you saying? Then you would you? Would, I would leave it the way it is. You would with leave Lucas it the way it is. The okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. What about you, Matthew? Go ahead. Well, no, I, I think that the, the the sequel movies are are fine. Lucas did what he needed to do. Okay. Uh, with the prequels. And, and, and yeah, he obviously had this, all these stories in his head and he got all those stories out. And, and I think that, you know, okay, great. That's- do you think, do you think that Lucas gave the, um, rights, sold everything just for money? I mean, why, why turn it loose? I don't think that it was just for money. I think that it was also the hassle. <clears throat> I think and, he was just tired of it. Like yeah, guys was, like me are just driving him crazy. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Be, because he saw the writing on the wall with the prequels and mm-hmm. he saw how much, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's hard to go from having the original trilogy, you know, Empire Jedi and, and Hope, and have them be media darlings. And, but of course, there was no internet back then; it was all magazines and yeah, yeah, uh, you know, talk shows and stuff like that. And have and, and then go to the prequels and be like, now the internet's there and everybody's got an opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see that. I I wonder if, you know, if I look at um, the prequels. Uh, you know, when the word like midichlorian came out and you've got Qui-Gon looking at, at Anakin, like the chosen one, he wasn't sure. conceived. I thought, what are you doing? And I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's the curse of Star Wars for people like me that that and Garrett, you know, he's not here that we we look at it with such um, such awe, if you will, that how could how can you. It, it seems so clear to us. Yeah, but okay. So you bring up something good, you know, about the midichlorians. People hated the concept of that. The force was bound to these, you know, right? Uh, these uh, bacteria. invisible things, right? But obviously, that's part of Lucas's arc. Lucas had these stories, and he was like, "Okay, yeah. this is the way I'm going to explain the force." And I'm going to, and 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 you, as a fanboy who says, "I would rather have Lucas write the story," you have to then. Accept. No, you have to ab- absolutely. I agree. I agree. But I mean, going back to the prequels, though. I'm a big subscriber of the of the idea that Lucas had a completely different idea for the prequels, which is the whole Jar Jar's a Sith theory. I haven't even heard of this. You haven't? No. Oh my gosh! How have I missed this? I've just opened up a whole rabbit hole for you to get. You're down. saying that Lucas had a th- had a, a Lucas's plan? original plan. He has not admitted admitted to this, but it has been teased out uh, by some very very good investigating. The Phantom Menace was Jar Jar. The Phantom Menace. To this day, nobody knows who the Phantom Menace is. Right. That's what it was intended to be. Jar Jar was the one who tie, who was going to tie the, the prequel trilogy all together. He was going to be a Sith. Are you listening to this? Me and Joey are going to be up at like the one in the morning tonight Googling, Googling this rabbit Look hole. Up, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, all right. It's a very coherent theory, and it makes a whole lot of sense. And once you look at the, at the prequel trilogy in that light, and especially Phantom Menace, because Lucas did a 180. Yeah. After all the backlash against Jar Jar. Once Jar Jar, who he thought was going to be, you know, the the darling, you know, the new Ewok, the new, you know, uh, right. R2-D2, <clears throat> once everybody hated him. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, Lucas was like, oh, I can't make this guy be my big baddie. I did notice that he was, I mean, not, I don't want to say non-existent in the next two, but he, he was, was like, not even close to the same caliber like, of character. He was like Rose. 
yeah. in the last in the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, versus he, you, you would have forgot Jedi. he was there. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. So yeah, um, that was what if you if That's you if you buy into the into the Jar Jar Sith theory, Jar Jar was the one pulling the strings, and Jar Jar was going to be the big arc in the original prequel trilogy. I mean, obviously, yeah, it would culminate with Palpatine and Vader and all that kind of stuff, but right. Jar Jar had a hand in it. So uh, anyway, um, that being said, once once Lucas made the decision to do a 180 and not make Jar Jar into that character anymore, then that's when the the prequels kind of went off the rails a little bit with with clones and with uh, Empire. That's why you had Count Dooku gets shoved in there kind of at the last minute because he still needed another. He needed an apprentice. He needed another baddie in there. And he killed off Darth Maul already. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, who else are you going to do? You got to invent out a whole cloth, a whole other. You know, apprentice that just appears out of nowhere. Yeah, I think um, I think they've got one of the toughest jobs probably in this industry because, you know, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna own this because of fans like me and like us, um, that are that are very critical of this. I do. But even when I was watching <clears throat> them for the first time, I remember thinking, I don't know that they could win with with Joey and Garrett and Cameron. And because I, I mean, again, I watched this having no background. Can we just say Cameron's not included in this because he has yet to see <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. But go ahead, Hunter. Um, when I watched it, I was coming at it from a complete, it wasn't nostalgia because I wasn't born when the first ones came out. You know, so it wasn't like that was going to be seen in a higher light because I was born when they came out or anything like that. Like I was coming at it in a terms of a completely like objective sort of base basis. And I I didn't have that big of an issue with the prequels. And so I remember watching them thinking, I don't know if this is the fact that these are bad movies, which, again, part of them are very bad. Or if it's more just these are not the original trilogy in terms of Joey and Garrett and Cameron. Yeah. Because those came out when they were kids. It was the first sort of big blockbuster sci-fi yeah. of its kind as far as I know. Yep. And and it took the world by storm. And so I, I remember wondering that to myself is could they even win? It's kind of like a you, you right. kind of. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, it's a no-win situation for Star Wars at this point. There, you know, if if, if you're uh, Disney, um, yeah, what, what what can you possibly do to make everybody happy? And the answer is the Mandalorian. But that's beside the point. That's which is uh, which is great. I love the Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. I do. That's the one thing that uni- that unifies all the that's entire right. Star Wars base <laughs> right now. But anyway, so back to the sequel trilogy. Then. Yeah. But I want to come back to your comment with the Mandalorian after you're done. Go ahead. Okay. Sure. So knowing you know Lucas is no longer in the picture, we have the sequel trilogy, and we've got. Disney in charge of everything. We've got different directors. We've got yeah. different producers. We've got people who are, you know, basically taking Lucas's ideas and they're saying, okay, what do we want to do with this? We want to do, uh, you know, kind of wrap up everybody's stories. Luke's, Leia's, uh, C-3PO, R2, Chewie. we got to wrap up all these stories. we got to wrap up the Skywalker line because that's what is, this is all, all kind of comes back to is uh, this has to end somehow. And everybody's getting old. Everybody's going to have to die off. So Luke's got to die off. Leia's got to die off. Han and... Han had to die off, yeah, and um, but not Chewie or C three PO. I know you. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, and and of course, I don't know if you if you know this as well. Star Wars was intended by Lucas to be told by R two D two. R two D two, yeah, I did know yeah, that he was the one yeah. who who hundred years from now is telling the the keeper of the Journal of the Wills, which was what well, all this was based on. The original uh, storyline was called the Journal of the Wills, and I think in uh, Rogue One they even talk about the Wills, yeah. And stuff like that, but yeah, R two was the one who, who was the unifying thread through all nine movies. Who was telling all these stories to Which this? That's a good movie. idea. Yeah, yeah, I like R two. So, go back to the um, sequel trilogy. I, I, again, what what else could they have done with it? What would have made it better? Okay, great question. I want to take one step back, though. Can we agree, or at least meet common ground? That what Ryan Johnson did with the Last Jedi was not what Abrams wanted with the with the Rise of Skywalker, and and I say that because there were too many things that I think J.J. Abrams fixed right in our well, faces. Y- y- okay, yeah, like so almost like you're giving about him the, the the lightsaber toss by Luke. That's what everybody kind of I mean, points their finger at. You've got the lightsaber toss. You've got Rose. You've got um, oh gosh, what are some? I mean. Uh, I, I, I'm going blank right now. But. Right, but yeah. So yeah, you. In other words, Abrams, you felt like was more of a Star Wars guy. Yes. Than yes. Ryan Johnson was. Yes. If they had given, and this this is where I want to come back to your Mandalorian comment. Mandalorian is unifying us, right? Because mm-hmm. we can all agree, Star Wars fans across, this is a fantastic show, and here's yeah. why I think it is, because you have a fanboy, John Favreau, mm-hmm. 
who he's not directing everyone. And Dave Filoni. And, and Dave Filoni. Uh, that's right. But yeah, they yeah. have an they have the outline already done, mm-hmm. and they are guiding. And I think where the mistake was made. So your question was, what could they have done? And I think they could have gotten a cohesive storyline for all three, and sat down with whichever directors mm-hmm. and said, "This is where we want it to go." Mm-hmm. But what Ryan Johnson did. But they kind of did that. They, but, I mean, th- 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 there is a storyline. There is a storyline, but I think there was a lot of okay na- manipulation mm. between the two directors. Okay, and I th- I saw more of that in um, in uh, the third one. And you know one of the one of the things that I had a problem with, you know, I'm not. We don't have to nitpick this. You and I have already done that. <laughs> you can go listen, like Matthew saying to the last podcast uh, on Garrett and I just obliterating yeah. a lot of the reasons. But and I thought you were you, you all were pretty unfair to a lot of things on and, uh, sure. on the movie. Sure, sure. And, and that's we were I, very heavy weighted to one side. Yeah. As soon as I listened to it, <clears throat> before I was even done listening to it, I was on the phone leaving you a voicemail saying, "What are you What are you going on like this about for?" Right. It was it was a perfectly fine movie. I'm not calling it great. I'm not calling it. Yeah, but it it was not as bad as you all were making it out to be. Well, I would say that that is arguable. (laughs) (laughs) And if I look at it as like I said in the the podcast, if I look at it as a singularity, I love this movie. Okay. Okay? By itself. Mm -hmm. It's it's phenomenal. My I mean, I can look at my kids and they're falling in love with Ray. Mm -hmm. They love her as a Jedi. They want to see more of her. And I think J.J. Abrams did a great job. Mm -hmm. But when I look at this as a fanboy and I look at it from an opportunity that I think that Star Wars had, I think they missed a lot of marks. And, you know, the big one for me is one of the big ones I can say. And we don't we can go as deep as you want, Matthew. But why bring Palpatine back? Lucas even said in interviews, no, Palpatine is dead. Right. And and why resurrect that? To me, that was a that was a missed opportunity and they just needed Could a been, quick, yeah. they just needed a, a, a built in canned villain that they had they needed a bad guy to kill. That's right. That's right. And I thought, you know, if you look at guys like Kevin Smith who did clerks yep. and, and mall rats and he's got a podcast and, mm-hmm. um, and a YouTube channel, but that is a true fanboy. I mean, mm-hmm. he takes what I know to the 10th degree. Sure. You know, yeah. sit down with a guy like him and two or three of his colleagues and say, what are your thoughts on where we're going with this? And and that's to me is, I don't know why they didn't do that. So Hunter, to come back to one of your questions, are we as hard on this because we just wrapped up the Marvel Cinematic Universe of Phase what Phase one or two, whatever it is, two Phase two, yes to that question. But then Matthew, to your comment, Marvel also had a very defined story arc. Yeah. All of the characters were already defined and yep. everything, and they were able to follow that. Very precisely. Well, yeah, and as I said to you on the phone the other day, um, Marvel and to some degree, I guess DC as well, they've already got comic books. They've already got storyboards yeah. pre-printed for 40, 50, 60 years now of all these characters, what their intentions are, what their actions are, and stuff like that. Yeah, Star Wars, we kind of had that a little bit with the prequels, nothing with the original trilogy, but now the sequel trilogy, yeah, it's, it's all uncharted territory. There's right. nothing... We had the, the you know the the books and things like that that are now considered uh, the old expanded universe. I think they call yes, it. Yes, yes. They're now called legends, and they can cherry pick what they want out of those things. But there's no guiding story any any anymore. It's it's all being made up on the fly. Yeah. Um, I will say this. So after the podcast, I went. I think I went two days later, the day after, and we all. I took the kids again. We went and saw. Rise of Skywalker, and I try, mm-hmm. and I, I did. Now, I'm not going to say I tried. I looked at it from a different lens, mm-hmm. not as critical because I was. Ex- <laughs> y'all know I was extremely critical, and I know I'm not the only one that that feels that way. But when I looked at it from a pure entertainment Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. it was good. Yeah, it was okay. good. But I still can't say that about the Last Jedi. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and that's that's just you know we'll we'll agree well, to disagree. And uh, Hunter, did did you see the 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 latest Star Wars, the Rise yes, of Skywalker? Yes, we oh, all we, went together, we went together okay. and saw it. Okay, so as a as a younger person who is uh, more of a prequel, what, what were your thoughts on Rise of Skywalker? It was my second favorite of the sequel trilogy, um, the Last Jedi being the last one. Okay, and I thought it was okay. I I, I wasn't huge on it. Um, I had similar issues to what Joey had is into why bring Palpatine back. Sure. Um, when you had villains like I, I don't know, I know they, they already killed Snoke off, but mm-hmm. he was intriguing to me when I was yeah. watching the yeah. first two, yeah. and I was, where would he come from? Why mm-hmm. is he so large? <laughs> in have, that first one, having Ray as a Palpatine though was brilliant. 
Yes. I liked that. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, Hunter. So I, we we shared a lot of the same. I I didn't care enough to be as angry as Garrett and Joey. <laughs> right. So yeah. that it didn't bother me as much as them. Um, but I did think it was the second best of the of the okay. sequel trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, I mean, that that's fair. And I think that one of the main things about the sequel trilogy is that there is no big baddie in it. There's no. And you know what? I think that is a big issue. And again, going back to the Marvel thing after Thanos, where he was not only acted as this phenomenal villain, but written, casted. Ever. I mean, you literally. I don't know anything that you could that anyone has ever said that could have made Thanos bigger and badder. I think that hurt Star Wars. I I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's fair, but I, I do. I, and, and now whenever I watch a movie, I legitimately always in the back of my head go, yeah, but he's not Thanos. And that's mm-hmm. not really fair, especially <laughs> when you're going on to these other massive, you know, sagas and other franchises like Star Wars. Right. Um, because it's just not realistic to compare it to that, you know, every time. That's a culmination of 23 movies, right. you know. Right. My, my friend, um, I'm going to uh, mention him here, <clears throat> David. You know, he sent me a text because shout out to David. I'm gonna shout out to David, and David, if you're listening, you know, you you kind of text me something when I sat back and looked at it. I was like, okay, he's he's he makes a very good point <clears throat> because I was going on and on when he texts when um, he saw the movie before me, uh-huh. and I said, well, you know, he's giving me thumbs up, thumbs up. He's like, well, uh-huh. awesome, it was awesome. I'm like, okay, good, no spoilers. So I go to see the movie, and then. I sent him a text. I'm like, you know, ten thumbs down. I'm like, real, uh-huh. you know. And I'm like, David, how you could start you ending all your texts with a period? I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, David, how... and I'm texting him. How could you, as a Star Wars fan, not think the same things that I am? I just it bogged my mind. <laughs> yep. And and he here's what he wrote. <clears throat> he said, Joey, look, here's my metric for analyzing Star Wars movies. Number one, mm-hmm. was it entertaining? Question mark. Mm-hmm. If the answer is yes, then it's a great movie. <laughs> the end, yeah. you know. Right. And there's so much truth to that yep. because it's when you strip it down, and I take away my my fanboy needs and wants mm-hmm. <clears throat> of what I think Star Wars fans deserve. Mm-hmm. They are all entertaining. Sure. They are all fun. Yep. They are all part of Americana and part of what make up the imagination. Yep. And I don't want, you know. I don't want, especially, and I've told my kids this, these are great movies. Mm-hmm. You know, Now, if they follow down the path of, if any of them follow down the path of nerddom that I have. Oh, and, Lord help us I all. know, right? And oh, get into the, the amount of toys and the amount of books and comics and this, that. Then we can have a very logical discussion <laughs> of the whys and the who's and the what's and so on. Yeah. But, but they're going to come at it with their, their eyes. That's and, right. And that's right. Uh, you know, bring what they saw in it just as you see it with your eyes. And, yeah. and the thing about star Wars is, especially as you and I know, growing up with it back with the 77, the 80 and the 83 versions, those imprinted themselves on our brains at that age. That's right. And we kind of have to look at these new movies through those, Seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old eyes. With not, not, and, not, not entirely, but you have to kind of look at it with, with, with those eyes to see what we, we, we saw in it then. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more with you. And I, I, you know, I, I will still stand by my fanboy critique of it. <laughs> but I'm, you, but I'm. Go ahead. No, it, it, you're, you're entitled to your opinion. Of course, but that doesn't make it valid. No, I. You're right there too. I because, but it's my podcast, and I can gripe and whine as much as I want. Um, but I think you are 100 percent right that we have to look at it from a lens of what made it important to us as kids. Yeah, and it they did that again yeah. with these last three for for that generation, even even for the current generation. And again, I don't know what I don't know what percentage Garrett and I are with Hunter you know, um, of, of the disagreements that we have mm-hmm. of these new prequels or the, se- the new the, sequels. Yeah, sequels. Yeah. Well, you and Garrett were, were really hard on it. it was, there are it, others it was, that are a lot more hard. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know you. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and I was listening to your podcast in my car and I was just screaming at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I did my job. I was going to say that you made a good episode <laughs> there, <right>. sir. <laughs> <laughs> and that's not the first time I've screamed at you. In my oh, car. <laughs> I know. We need to have Matthew on more. Um, Matthew is is uh, he he is a can I can I tell him a little bit about what you do? Yeah, from but, my perspective. Yeah, but that's boring. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah, go. I mean, yeah, of course. He's I mean, like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, stop. Yes, no, go ahead. No, stop. 
Matthew and Hunter, and for those of you listening, Matthew is a digital forensic expert. Is that is that accurate? Yeah, computer forensic examiner. Yeah. Yes. What about that is boring? Right. Exactly. No, it's cool. <laughs> he like gets to go to court cases and he has to testify. As oh, that like, is so cool. As one of those expert witnesses, right? You know, um, when I was a little yeah. kid, I wanted to be like a forensic a forensic analyst, not that kind, which is obviously very different. Yeah. But I was too squeamish and scared of blood and all that kind of stuff. Oh even. yeah, that's the great part about the digital part. Yeah, exactly. He I yeah, should have done does that. All the digital stuff. <laughs> no scalpels. No. Yeah. No. No ERs. Oh, that's like so that. interesting. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Matthew and I, you know, our 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 paths first intersected with technology, mm-hmm. and I think it was with Lexmug, um, Lexington yeah, well, Microsoft Users Group, right? Uh, well, you and I actually crossed paths back when you had your own business where you were doing training. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, we, uh, uh, but yeah. Anyways, the Lexmug stuff, the, the yeah. Lexington Microsoft Users Group stuff, and uh, yeah, giving talks and hosting events and all that kind of stuff. And so, yeah. yeah, we've been we've been good friends ever since then. But we disagree on not only Star Wars, but on a lot of things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, we, we do. But but we need we need the Matthews and Joey's in the relationships of, of the world, right? To to maybe help counterbalance right. and sure. yeah. and and show different perspectives. So Yep. Um but that doesn't mean that you're that I'm right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and vice versa, Matthew. <laughs> yep. Um what else to add before we begin to wrap up? Oh, I made some notes on a napkin, and I was just kind of yeah. going through and see if I if we hit all of the the big things that I had written down. Um, oh, one of the things I wrote down is Star Wars is is the is the galaxy too small in Star Wars? In oh, other words, we've got question thousands of planets, and it's a whole galaxy full of races and species. Yeah. But man, everything that we see is is just centered around the, the same people and the same things. The answer to that, I would say, <clears throat> is a too small yes, and it needs to expand, and I hope Disney does that now. Okay. Um, I think that, and I mentioned this in the podcast, I, I don't think we're done seeing Ray. I don't think we're done seeing Finn or Poe or even some of the characters that, I, I, again, I forget the, their names, um, Lando Calrissian's, I think we've confirmed that that's his daughter. That yeah, was, yeah, because he had some weird yeah. dialogue with her, and I thought that yeah. there was like a romantic thing going on. No, I think then, I think it's his <laughs> daughter. Yeah, yeah and then thing. and then the bounty hunterish type woman that Poe was, you know, oh, Zoran right, right. Yeah, who was played by Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell, who yeah, kind of showed her eyes, but still, man, she's good looking. Well, right, and I th- I think what they're doing is a little teaser there mm-hmm. to to maybe do spinoffs or TV shows. So to answer your question, yes, I think it's too small. I would love to see it expanded more. Um, and that's the one thing that Ryan Johnson, I think, did do correctly in The Last Jedi was at the very end. We saw that boy in the stable. Oh, yeah. The stable you boy know, who had the ring. Who had the ring. The, the, and he made, he made like the, the broom. broom. Yeah, levitate. Come to his hand. Mm-hmm. You know, he used the force. And um, I think that's what Luke, or not Lucas, what Luke tried to do by sacrificing himself at mm-hmm. the end of that movie was to <clears throat> spark the you know, the, the rebellion against and to show people, sure. you know, you're not alone. Yeah. Um, so I think Ryan Johnson did a good job with that. So I would like to see more with the force. It doesn't always have to be mm-hmm. uh, a Jedi. I right. think that was good. So, yeah. Okay. Do you want to talk about Mandalorian a little bit? Sure. So you still haven't seen the last I'm one. waiting to see the last one. Okay. Yeah. So I won't, I won't spoil it. Okay. But man, baby Yoda. I mean, does, does anything unite the star Wars fan base better than baby, than Yoda. baby Yoda does? No. It was, <laughs> hey, not just Star Wars fan base. This is like American yeah. people. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. Grand, I mean, I don't know anything and, about Mandalorian, and Baby Yoda is all over my Twitter feed yep. every day of the, of the week. Favreau knew what he was doing. I don't know whose idea it was, but I remember watching that first episode when the oh, egg, yeah. when the when egg they opened him. up, and you're just like, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. And, and he's, a, he's a, not CGI. He's a puppet. No, he's a puppet. Yeah. And he is the most expressive puppet you've ever seen. I didn't know that. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. yep. Just like the original Yoda was a puppet. Um, and, and that was one of the things they dinged the prequels on was that Yoda it was, was all CGI. CGI. And, and, and then they brought back the puppet for the uh, sequel trilogy. Yeah. They did a good job and with that. And that's one of the very perfect examples of where Joey is wrong, that the puppet version of Yoda is better than the CGI version. Because you're wrong, the, Joey. He likes the CGI version. <laughs> I want to see Yoda flipping around everywhere all the time. That's true, yeah. I clapped in the theater when, Yoda. when when uh, Yoda went, went to town on Dooku. I remember the, the theater on Dooku erupted. Or, uh, um, uh, Palpatine. So no, Dooku in, in uh, Attack of the Clones oh. after Anakin had his hand cut off and Yoda comes in on his cane. Opens his, he just oh, barely okay, opens but, his robe and pulls okay. it out. Oh my goodness, yeah, 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 so yeah. cool. I remember I was like, wow, this is incredible. So... Uh, um, 
but yes, the Mandalorian, I'm very happy with. I think they've done a great job. I'm, so let me ask you this. Okay. I, I don't know if we're trying to wrap up. Are you setting me up here? No. You are. Well, well how, how much time do we have? I'm, I'm not even looking. We have a few more clock. minutes. Okay. So what makes the Mandalorian good and the sequel trilogy not good, in your opinion? You have, an, you have a cohesive story. Okay, so it's all story. Does it have anything to do with the fact that we have a, a big baddie? Like we know who the, we have clear, you know, a, a clear bound. <clears throat> we know who the villain is, right? Yeah, we have, we know who the villain is. The stories are simple. Yeah. We don't have, you know, these. Nothing you know, elaborate. We, we don't have multiple stories all going on at the same time. Okay. And it's, uh, and we, we've got a clear uh, protagonist that we can all root for. And get behind. Yeah. And, and of course there's the cuteness factor with the baby Yoda, but even I think without the baby Yoda, I think that Mandalorian, the first episode of Mandalorian before the baby Yoda even it makes stand on its own. It was, it was, it was. As I was hooked in the first two minutes. I was like, oh, my gosh, this this feels yeah. right. This feels really, really good. Yes. Do you think it has to do with, do, I mean, you're asking me why? Yeah. What's the difference? Like, uh, you, you know, would, would you, in other words, I guess, would you rather see? So one of the things that I think about the original trilogy was that the stories were simple. We had clear villains. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, you keep going back to the cohesive, you know, the, the narratives, the arcs and all that kind of stuff. So we have, you know, cohesive sure, arcs sure. Okay. Uh, as well. But I think that um, uh, keeping things simple, clear cut good, clear cut bad, yeah, not a whole lot of uh, uh, noise, uh, you know, with all the other, you know, the starfighters going on and all of the, uh, the the trade disputes and all the politics and all that kind of stuff. It's just a gunslinger. It's a it's a it's a samurai western. Well, that was the original intent of where Lucas. Um, I think based Star Wars off of. right samurai yeah spaghetti western that's correct mm-hmm. um, yeah no you, I think you, you're probably spot on with that Matthew and I think but I think that what you're looking at maybe the sequel trilogy is uh, is it doesn't have those elements quite like the original trilogy in the Mandalorian because I, I really have been thinking hard about the Mandalorian and trying to think why do I like this as much as I liked the original trilogy okay did you like Rogue One no what. Thank you, Matthew. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Joey has been screaming at I me for two weeks. I love Rogue One. Thank yep. you. That's a great, but see, I thought where you were going with that is just the simplicity of it. No. And maybe you had, you were, I was like, maybe he's onto something because to me, Rogue One was a phenomenal Star Wars movie. No, it was boring. What? Oh my goodness, Matthew, we're best friends. <laughs> oh I have been yelled at for two weeks this by Joey and Garrett. Me- I, I'm like, <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. The last two minutes of Rogue One, oh yeah, because I'm a Vader it's fan. It's a Vader, of course. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, getting to see Vader do all that stuff. But no, I mean, the it was saving Private Ryan in the Star Wars universe. And there was a whole lot more talking about what they were going to do than actually doing stuff. Maybe and it more, was a story that I didn't care. When, at the end of episode three, they had the plans. Beginning of episode four, the yeah. other people had the plans. I didn't even need, need to know how <laughs> right. it was handed off. Right. I got it. I Do, believe you. I don't need to see it. You need a two hour, two and a half hour movie explaining all that. Uh, now, I, no, 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 again, don't get me wrong. There sure. were parts of Rogue One I really, really liked. Um, the uh, but, but again, it added to the complexity. It keeps throwing new people in there, new situations in there, and and you see new force abilities and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. It uh, it, it was okay, but it wasn't. Uh, I, I think I even saw it twice, um, which is really rare for me to see the same movie twice in the theater. Yeah, that is rare for you, for Uh, you to go to the theater. (laughs) (laughs) I do go to. I I know, I know, I'm giving you a hard time. If Uh, Joey is right and they do make more movies or even a TV show. There'll be another, three years, they'll release another Star Wars. It's just we don't know what the story is. With these people, with Ray and Finn and Poe, and they get away from everything that was the prequels and the... the, um, the original trilogy so there's no Leia no Han and it's just I think they'll be so good and so successful because it's sure. about Ray, it's about Poe and it's about Finn I agree and I get to learn about their stories and what they're dealing with and I don't I do think that, that. The, the sequels had that. a lot of baggage I do I mean I think they had a lot of baggage having to wrap up Han and Leia and Luke and all these people along with creating new characters because it's 30 years later and you got to wrap right. up that too yeah. yep. I do think I think it was just so many how do you wrap up 19 characters and in three movies, I yeah. mean, it's it's it, yeah, of it's impossible of different ages too, which is also a big issue. It's not like you're dealing with a, a Princess Leia from the original trilogy and a Rey. They're the same age, maybe dealing with the same kind, like the same stage of life. Like you're dealing with older people and young people. That's really hard, I think, to tie up in a neat little bow. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So if you had the option to 
throw away the Ryan Johnson uh, Last Jedi. Okay. And have J.J. Abrams do Rise all three. Well, I, I was going to say do Rise of Skywalker and then do a, like a fourth one after that to kind of wrap up any any other loose ends. Yes. So you, you so you you'd like J.J. to just to handle the whole thing. Well, I think J.J. has a better a better grasp on on the pulse of Star Wars. Now, I'm not saying he's the only director, mm-hmm. but but I think what if you if you gave we know that they're using like four direct three or four directors and for the Mandalorian. Mandalorian, yeah, 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 and they all get it just as just as they good, are nailing it, if not better than and JJ. and you you can't. Uh, so Matthew, you make you make a good point. Bring multiple directors in. I mean, bring. Well, that's why they brought Ryan Johnson in. But but he didn't he didn't have in my opinion any kind of understanding of where the story was going i disagree entirely i know you do and that's okay <laughs> <laughs> that's okay um so you do you think ryan johnson tried to make last jedi he tried to take all the toys and break them and then hand them back to jj no say, there you go no i think what he tried to do is he tried to do it in a way where he thought maybe he was going to get the the last one as well and wrap it up for here's a quick example so in the last jedi we have kylo tell ray you're a nobody. Your parents were scrappers. They were mm-hmm. drunk. They left you. Yep. And J.J. Abrams came back and he's like, uh-uh. In fact, not only were they not scrappers, but they loved you and you're a palpity. It's like there were so many things that Abrams came back and he's like, Johnson, you screwed this up. I'm going to fix this right now. But that happened in the original trilogy, too. How many times did you have to remind yourself, oh, Obi-Wan said from a, from a different point of view, you know, he, you know, your father was killed by Darth Vader. And George Lucas had to retcon his own stinking story <laughs> to, to yeah. be able to make Anakin. Well, I'll give you that. Work. I'll give you that. So I mean that that that's happened all throughout Star Wars. Yeah, and it, and it happens. I think through. Well, I don't know of any other. Uh, I, I, the only other thing I can think of with that many movies with cohesiveness is Lord of the Rings. But again, it was a a book, a series that was already arced out. So yeah, I didn't see it anyway. What? I didn't see Lord of the Rings. Man, me and Matthew are getting more and more like. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I I watched the first one. I watched the first one, and I wanted to jump off a bridge. (laughs) I'm right there. It was the worst two and a half hours of my life. You never, yeah, never mind. And then they made the extended release director's cut. Oh, you couldn't pay me enough money. Absolutely, you could not pay me money to sit through that. Squirt lemons in my eyes for four hours. I remember in seventh grade on the bus reading The Hobbit as a kid. I mean, I was so enthralled with yep. that book. Yep. Yeah. When I was in seventh grade, I was reading pilot training manuals. I know. <laughs> I was flying by the time I was 16. I, I was, were girls even on my radar at 16? I don't know. You know? So, um, I think you bring up a lot of good points, Matthew. I think that you, you've, you, right. you, well, you know, I'm just here to, to, uh, kind of be the the, the you have to be I'm, the I'm voice not, of i'm not trying to be oppositional no. to be a, a jerk about it I'm that's why i wanted to you to come give you some perspective yeah. I, from someone who can enjoy these movies just perfectly fine there the, the, there's nothing wrong with them they fit in the star wars canon i mean <laughs> just because you your head explodes at a few little things that go on and well, it doesn't mean that they're terrible movies they're not ter- but listening to your last podcast if you listen to the last podcast and then listen to your turnaround in this podcast where you're kind of backtracking on some of the things i'm not backtracking on anything <laughs> you're not nearly as snippy as you no, were. no i'm not because the- it was the the wounds were fresh <laughs> the wounds were fresh from watching the movie and, and i'll give you that uh i know that that garrett and i and we fed off of each other mm-hmm. you know we right. oh we, yeah this is a vicious cycle absolutely we we fed off of each other in that um, I sat in here not knowing what was going on. <laughs> I feel for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to figure out who, figure out who Ray was. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. I, back to your thing to wrap this up. Uh, these have to be looked at from that original lens. And when yeah. you look at it from that, right. they, they are they're good movies. Yep. But when you, when I look at them from my lens personally, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I just think that they miss the mark. Yeah. But you're bringing. 44 years worth of experience of course. with you. But again, I didn't not... have with it when you watched them the original trilogy. No, but 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 you know, all all due respect, you're making it out to I'm not the only one that feels this way, Matthew. No. You're not. I mean, there are thousands more like You're me. the one sitting in front of me. That's true. So I'm, I'm an easy target. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um no, it's all good though. What else on your sheet? Anything else? Um oh. One last question. Okay. How, how are we doing on time? We're good. Okay. Um, in your opinion, is Darth Vader the chosen one? 
Uh, no. Okay, why? Because I think they did a really good job wrapping that up with Ray. Ray was the chosen. So, one. so you're saying now Ray is the chosen one? I'm not. Like I never. With the with, with with what we now know from the rise of Skywalker. Yes. Vader, Luke, you know, being the prophesized. Chosen None of ones. them were. None, no. none of them were the ones to bring balance to the force. Ray is now the one to bring balance to the force. I think based on what I've seen, yes. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I disagree. Really? Yeah. Gosh, we can't agree on anything. <laughs> I, was, I, think Vader, I was hoping you'd be like, oh, we agree. But no. no. Okay. Vader's always he, been the chosen one. He didn't bring balance. Of course he did. How? Uh, he gave birth to Luke. He threw, he overthrew uh, the the, uh, the Emperor. Oh, he didn't overthrow him. He just he threw him over an edge. Well, yeah, but apparently yeah, right. he lived. You got to take it literally, Joey. <laughs> he literally he threw him over. He literally overthrew him for for a good yeah fifteen twenty years thirty years whatever the the span was there yeah balance was brought back to the force. Hmm. So do you think Abrams got that wrong? Because this movie the, is putting into the direction that Ray did. Well, you have to have a new protagonist. So the the, the force has to be back out of balance. So the force was balanced. At the end of, of Jedi. Right. But then it got out of balance again. Well, this will take it out of balance as well, because you will, you can never have one side heavier than the other. Unless it's all embodied in one person. Would or, you think that that's Ray? Well, obviously for the sake of storytelling and for future movies, they can't allow that to happen. They still have to have big baddies come out. <laughs> big baddies. <laughs> so, so somebody's got to be wearing something, some dark suit yeah. of some sort, you know, whether it's got armor yeah. or, or a scuba mask or whatever, she's going to have to fight it at some point in the future. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, th I think Vader has always been the chosen one. And as a kid, I thought that Luke was always the chosen one, but then it wasn't until re in retrospect, um, as I got older that I realized yeah, Vader truly was the chosen one who brought balance to the force. Hmm. I didn't see it from that perspective as far as the lineage balancing out. Okay. Hmm. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's the last question I'm going to ask you. All right. Well, we, this doesn't have to be the last one. Well, I'm sure we'll have many more disagreements, oh, Matthew. Yeah. I know we always do. Hey, just let me know next time you want me in here. Oh, absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you, Matthew, for All coming. Right. Thank you, Joey. Appreciate Hunter, it. thank you. Guys, go to um, your any place that you download podcasts and subscribe, like, listen, and thanks for listening. Take care. <laughs>